welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little different, a lot more somber, toned down. The nation, as of recording this, has really been in nonstop protest for over 10 days over the senseless murder of George Floyd in reaction to the shooting of Ahmaud Aubrey and the senseless, pointless killing of Breonna Taylor in her own home while she was sleeping when the police executed a no-knock search warrant. The world is not as bright and shiny and fluffy and everything as I genuinely wish it was, but I try to have it be as much as possible. I prefer to be super hyped up and motivational and inspiring, and I still want to do that. I want to show up as that for you and give you all of the resources to really work on changing your life and achieving all your goals, and I want that so, so badly, and I've taken the week off to step back from posting any of my own anything on social media and I've really stepped up to putting out black creator content, how to be an ally, all of this, that, and the other thing. I am admittedly a poster child for white privilege. I grew up in a predominantly white area. I went to school with predominantly white kids. There was not a whole lot of anything else really for most of my life and I have always understood my white privilege on a I know it exists but I don't know how to do anything about it experience. I like to think that I haven't exploited it but the reality of that is I have probably used it to my advantage. It has probably helped me on social media. It has probably helped me in various jobs that I have had in my life. It has probably helped me not get arrested honestly for the stupid shit that I used to do and that's always just been my reality and I just rolled with it and I stayed in my safe little bubble because I was uneducated and I had this mindset of well I'm not racist I don't say racist things I'm not hateful of other people because of their skin color gender sexual orientation any of that I judge people on whether or not you're an asshole or not and skin color doesn't have any kind of real reflection for me but that's not enough that was not enough that was not enough then it's not enough now it's not enough in today to be just not racist you need to be anti-racist and I am sure that there are so many opportunities that I have missed in my life to speak up to contradict someone to do the right thing in any kind of situation where racism was involved and that's on me and I just need to do better I should have done better I could have done better I will do better And this podcast is really a ton of resources that I have dug into in the last couple of weeks. Everything is going to be linked in the show notes, but I picked 10 incredible organizations that are doing the good work to link here as places you can donate to, website that will provide so much more information and experiences that I personally cannot speak on, that I know I will never be able to speak on, but what I can do is 
is I can use this platform to share these things with you so that you can be more educated because we can all be more educated and it is up to us to educate ourselves. It is up to us to put in the work, to do the work. I guess for a long time I thought I just didn't have to do this kind of work because I thought I was a good enough person and that's part of the problem. So moving forward, I'm I'm excited for the work that is to come. I'm excited for the changes that I'm going to get to see in my lifetime. I'm excited for the lives that my nieces and nephews are going to, like the world that they get to grow up in that will see so much incredible change. Long, long overdue change, but change that is coming from all of this. And I'm looking forward to being a part of how that change comes about, no matter how small that part truly is. We all don't have to change the world. We just have to change our circles. We just start, we start with the small and it moves out and it changes everything. So I'm just going to go through these different um, places you can donate to, who they are, kind of what they're doing, just so, you know, you can kind of pick through. I pretty much just Googled and was linked to an article that had over a hundred different places you could donate to. These are just some of the biggest ones that work on a national level, but the website article, I will link that as well, has a ton of things for more at the state level and where to get those resources. But just for everyone on a national level, we'll get these. And then they also do disperse a lot of those national funds to the state level, which is really nice. So the first one is really, really the big, big one that we want to have focus on right now. And that is the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. They are America's premier legal organization fighting for racial justice. They use litigation, advocacy, public education, and structural changes to give equality for all Americans. They have been doing this for over 75 years, protecting civil rights, struggle of workers to improve quality and diversity. And this is the fun to fight the fight that we need to have right now to protect voters across the nation, to advance cases of racial justice. We need them on the front line, defending, creating, bringing people up. This is so, so important. So if you can donate to them, link is in the show notes. The next up is going to be the Bail Project, the National Revolving Bail Fund. So they are on a mission to combat mass incarceration. If you do not know how big a problem mass incarceration is in our country and how one-sided it really is towards African Americans, you need to watch the documentary 13th. It is on Netflix. It is. It was eye-opening. It really, really did shine a, a huge light for me on the idea that there are so many people who are locked up simply because they are not able to pay bail, simply because they do not have the money and the financial means to get out. So the Bail Project, they use all 100% of the donations they get to bring people home. They are able to close cases, get people back out to their families because so many people are locked up for crimes that they actually did not do. They are not charged. And so this gets them out of the prison system and at home still working, still providing for their communities. So this is another really, really big one to focus on. The next one is going to be the Mutual Aid Network. Now, this one is a national network that you search the map and you find your state, closer communities. These donations are for community-supported projects, so they go towards rebuilding businesses, black communities, and especially where protests have occurred, potentially violent protests, potentially 
potentially destructive protests, as well as areas that have been hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic. Coronavirus has hit black communities harder than it has hit anywhere else. These communities are unable to have great access to healthcare. A lot of them are still working in essential jobs, close quarters, a lot of contact. So this really helps rebuild those communities who are struggling. Next up, we have Black and Brown Founders. Now, this is a community for the Black and Latinx entrepreneurs that are allowing them to launch and build tech businesses. So they are really creating tech entrepreneurship centered around getting venture capital, getting investors buy-in, and they kind of work with you at the base stage, the idea stage. When you are looking for investors, when you are pitching your ideas, what those skills are going to be so you can start making sales. It is changing the way that people think about startups. So that's really, really important to provide those resources to people who might not have had access to them otherwise. On their site, they say that they are providing culturally relevant information about bootstrapping through online education and events. And that's so, so exciting to me because I realized that a lot of black communities don't have as much access to these tech resources. They aren't able to get funding as easily because our system is flawed in so many ways and it is skewed against them. So this really, really helps support them. I'm so, so excited about that. Now, this next one is absolutely near and dear to my heart. My husband is a coding web developer. So when I found the Black Girls Code uh, organization, I was very, very excited. They are introducing programming and technology to girls age 7 to 17 so that they can become empowered to work in the digital space. They are becoming builders of technological innovation and their own futures. They are providing African-American youth with the skills to occupy millions of jobs that are coming opening in the next couple of years because coding is such a valuable resource. Technology businesses are exploding and providing these resources to these girls from the ground up is a huge, huge advancement. So many people don't get into coding until late into college. These girls are able to get into it when they're in middle school, high school. They are going to be master coders before they ever even need to apply to a real job. This is such an incredible program. I am so, so excited uh, to be donating to this, promoting them. I am just so, so excited about the Black Girls Code. All right, next up, we have a huge one. The ACLU, or the American Civil Liberties Union, they have been fighting almost every major civil liberties battle in the U.S. for a hundred freaking years. They are essentially the nation's guardian of liberty. They work in court communities to defend and preserve individual rights and liberty that our constitution, you know, the most important freaking thing in the U.S. for the most part. On both sides, people and the ACLU helps defend the constitution and the laws of the U.S. guaranteed to everyone in this country. They are a huge one. Now, the next one up is a is a new one even to me. I found this one and I was instantly excited because I love anything and everything that is about voting. Voting is a right. Voting is not a privilege in this country. Voting is an absolute right and you need to exercise your right to vote. If you are not currently registered, there is still time. There is still plenty, plenty of time because if you want to see change on either side, if you want anything in your community to change, you need to exercise your right to vote. I will put in the description for this as well a link to get you registered to vote. Voting is critical. If you want your voice heard, if you 
want change, if you really want to be the change, you need to be registered to vote and you need to vote in local, state, and federal elections. You need to know who you are voting for, why you are voting for, what their history is, and you just need to be educated. Stepping off my excited voter soap box. This is for, this donation is for supporting the Black Voters Matter Fund. Their goal is to increase power in their communities, allowing effective voting, and allowing you to determine your own destiny. They advocate for expanded voter rights and access, expanded early voting, resisting voter ID, re-entry, restoration of rights, and strengthening the voting act. So things like this would be in states where if you commit a felony, you are never able to vote again. There are some states where you have to pass a waiting period, and then you have to go before a judge, and that judge will decide whether or not you're going to be able to vote based off of how you have been after you've committed your crime. Some judges award this, but a lot of them don't for arbitrarily no reason whatsoever, simply because they are holding down the vote. Because the more people who can vote and the more people who can speak, the bigger risk of them getting elected out of office because they are not doing the right thing. So we want to push for expanded voting rights as much as possible, expanded early voting. Right now, we really want to be pushing for absentee ballots if you do not feel safe during coronavirus. So get out, donate to Black Vote Matters Fund. If you are not registered to vote, please do that. Please, please do that. It does not matter that you think that you are just one person and you can't make a difference. You can make a difference. All right, the next one, I want to still kind of switch a little bit, but it is also Pride Month. So I do want to recognize another huge group who has won so many rights over the last few years for gay rights because it is Pride for a couple different organizations that both tie into the Black community because the Black LBGT community is often really, really repressed. You have the stigma of having a different color skin and then you have the stigma of having a different sexual orientation. So these marginalized groups really, really need our help right now. So the first group up is the Trans Agenda for Liberation. This is part of the Transgender Law Center and they are working on addressing urgent political, legal, and socioeconomic violence enacted against people of color, people of trans, of the LBGT community, specifically the trans community. And it really works to give them a, a voice in a crushing, crushing society. It is absolutely heartbreaking to see people who are just trying to live their absolute best lives be so incredibly persecuted unjustly and unnecessarily in our system. The law center works for people who have essentially been discriminated if they have been denied services, if they have been denied in places of employment, if they have been denied in places of business, if they have been turned down for home loans, if they did not get apartments based off their orientation and their trans identification. It is helping them fight the cases, fight the good fight on a lower level. So super excited to get with them. All right, next up we have the Center for Black Equity. Now Center for Black Equity, they are building a global network of LBGTQ communities, individuals, allies, prides, dedicated to achieving equality and social justice for black in the LGBT community through health equity, economic equity, and social equity. They are the global leader of the black pride movement. They are breaking barriers, accessing unemployment and opportunities. Again, this is a marginalized group. They are people that are really, these people are so marginalized and I think it's important that we respect their unnecessary marginalization because they did not wake up and decide. They did not wake up and decide that they wanted to live an incredibly hard life. They did not wake up and decide that they want 
wanted to be marginalized, persecuted, looked down on, discriminated against. They did not wake up and decide that they wanted to be that. They are, at their core, simply showing up as they are as people. They did not choose their skin color. They did not choose their sexuality. They did not choose to be a marginalized group. They are humans with us, and Senator for Black Equity is helping change that on a global scale. And I'm so, so proud to be able to share that with you. Now, the next thing we are going to look at is snapforfreedom.org. They are building a black trans futurist framework for practical abolition as the way to liberation. That is a lot in a slogan and it's very, very exciting because their message breaks down into it is solutions, not punishment. And they are a collaborative led by black trans members. They have a broad-based collaborative to restore in Atlanta as well as nationwide. They are expanding their reach. They're making new campuses, but they are originally based in Atlanta and they are breaking down the barriers, especially the barriers in the criminal legal system that we all know. It's a flawed system in most ways. This level of discrimination is often next level and really, really needs work done. So they are working towards that. The last one that we are going to go over is one that is both a black community issue it is a global health issue and that is for the Black AIDS Institute. They are the only premier uniquely and unapologetically black think and do tank in America that is powered by the work to end the black HIV epidemic. This is going to be in every capacity. It is in building new medical centers. It is mobilizing test sites. It is creating advocacy in the black-led communities, in the country, helping impact new legislation that makes needle share easier. They are working toward providing safe sex options. They are providing quality care for HIV services that are directly linked to these communities. Ending and working towards the end of any version of the HIV epidemic is good for all Americans. It's not just good for the black community. It's not just good for the LGBTQ community. It is not just good for the straight community. Community. It is good for humanity. So this is an absolutely incredible organization to donate to. You are going to be helping save so many people's lives, give so many people a voice that just do not have one. And I just look forward to being able to give back. I have worked really, really hard to pay off a lot of my debt and change my own personal life. And I'm just so excited to be in a place where I'm able to give back to so many different organizations to help the causes that are on my heart to share the causes that are on my heart and get support from absolutely anyone and everyone. Even a dollar will make a difference. You can donate just a dollar. You can donate one, two, two hundred, two thousand. You can donate whatever it is that you are able to because that donation is going to go to an incredible cause. It is going to go directly towards impacting people's lives and impacting them for the better. It is not enough for us to sit back quietly and say in our own circles that we're not racist and that we would never be like that. It is 
time for us to step up and put our money where our mouth is, put our voices where the concern, where the problem is to create the solution. We can create solutions if we do it together. If we're supporting the right causes, we're supporting the right voices, and we are enacting change through the use of our dollars. We are enacting change through the voting rights that we have as American citizens. It is so, so important that we come together in these times. And I just really hope that you donate to one or more of these causes. If you do, please let me know. I would love to give you a virtual high five because I am just so excited. If you donate in private, I am so, so thankful for you. And I'm giving you a high five already for being awesome. And if you just simply share this podcast out, share this podcast, share these resources, help people find the things that they don't know about. Just simply take a screenshot of this, put it on your Instagram story, put it on Facebook stories, link it back. Let people know what their options are because that is how we make change when people know all of the options and are able to get their voices heard. So I know this was a little bit of a different episode and I'm just so, so thankful for y'all sticking with me for it because together we are going to make a change and I am just so blessed to have you and I will talk to y'all on the next one. Thank you.